Welcome to the next episode of Morgan the Asked For Podcast. Uh, this episode, kind of a different uh, feel to it than what we've had. We're going to bring back Taylor Howard. Um, if you listened right at the beginning, he was kind of the co-host, and we started this together. Uh, but then kind of COVID hit, and life happened for him, and he was kind of forced to step away and not you know, be a regular uh, contributor or whatever. But glad to have him here, and hopefully we can have him on in the future, just kind of whenever it works out. Uh, you know, thanks for coming back, Taylor. Um, just kind of, you know, what has happened, you know, kind of get a quick overview of what's happened uh, the last few months for you. And then we'll kind of dig into more uh, deeper what we've done, but just a quick overview. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me again, Morgan. Like you said, um, we kind of started this podcast together. We, we picked a great time to start it. I think we started like March 6th or something. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, the country kind of shut down about a week, a week and a half later. So, um, we picked a heck of a time to start, but yeah, like you said, uh, life kind of happened. Um, just kind of quickly, I'll go over it. I was a RV salesman in the Des Moines area in Altoona. Um, the whole company basically got furloughed except a couple of the managers. So I was one of those people that got furloughed. Um, so that was kind of a negative part of it. Um, on the plus side, as you know, and all, all the buddies that are listening know, um, I play a lot of poker and poker was actually an industry that kind of flourished in the pandemic world. Everybody was sitting at home. Um, people were getting money from the government. (laughs) So, um, poker was, there was a boom there and, you know, the end of March through about May, it was, was quite a big boom, um, so that went, you know, like I said, there was a negative of losing the job, but the positive was poker was great. Um, you know, I was before COVID came along, I was contemplating possibly quitting my job and just doing poker full time anyways. And then with COVID, that kind of made the decision easy. I got furloughed. And then on top of that, you know, it, it, it was really well and, and still kind of flourishing here in the, the later months. It's definitely died down um quite a bit since then but still online poker is pretty big right now yeah you know and kind of you've always kind of tinkered with uh poker a a lot and just you know what are some of the big changes and everything that you've seen obviously you know even i've went you know went to different casinos and stuff and joined poker tournaments on tuesday or thursday Mm -hmm. nights at tama or whatever and i know you were kind of a big uh living right there in altoona with prairie meadows and everything yeah um, obviously, those are probably not happening as much. So online, you know, has really taken a step up. You know, what have been the biggest differences you've seen uh, since COVID has taken over and with the poker and then the online poker communities? Um, probably just that right there. I mean, you mentioned Prairie Meadows. I still don't think their room's even open. I think I saw something on Facebook here that here in October sometime, they're going to be opening their poker room back up with just like two tables and modified hours where beforehand, you know, they had, I think they had 10 or 12 tables and were open 24 seven. So, um, that alone right there, every, everything moved online. I mean, you, you, we kind of mentioned it, uh, before the show, just chatting how I went out to, you know, I went out to Vegas the month of July for the world series of poker. Um, that's normally a six week excursion playing live poker every single day. This year, there was absolutely no live poker. Um, it was all online, you, but you had to be 
in the state of either New Jersey or Nevada to play in it. So um, I picked Vegas, me and, you know, Matt Mish went out to Vegas, stayed out there for a month and played, but um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's weird. You know, Vegas wasn't really Vegas like you expect. Um, I did actually play live poker once or twice out there, you know, they had the plexiglass shields up. You had to wear your mask. Um, the tables only had five or six people at them max. So that's a big thing. Um, you know, I, I imagine with poker rooms opening up here in the next few months, that's going to be another, you know, big thing at all of those places, whether they make you wear a mask, whether they're doing plexiglass, you know, I've heard some things where they're only going to play let a maximum of four people play, which would be just kind of, in, you know, insane. You go from playing with nine people to, to four. So um, we'll see. I did get to play one live tournament here, you know, at back in August, I think it was the end of August. Um, Sioux Falls, just outside. It was actually in the state of Iowa, but it, it's right on the South Dakota border there. Uh, Larchwood, Iowa, Grand Falls Casino. They had a tournament that normally they only get about 150, 200 people too, and ended up getting 550 people. So there's a market there that still wants to play live poker. Uh, and they didn't have any restrictions there. The only we wore a mask, but there was no plexiglass at the tables. We played 10 people at every single table, you know? So, I mean, it, it, there was, it was 500 people right on top of each other. Yeah. And so, you know, just kind of, um, with casinos, you know, I, I think just every day and every week and every month, you know, restrictions are getting limited. You know, the money, you know, you can go so long without making money, but even casinos that make just all kinds of money, they're going to start seeing their, you know, financial statements and not as well. And they're going to tr start trying to push things to make be able to make sure, you know, they make as much money as possible. And, you know, most of them in mm -hmm. the state of Iowa, you know, you can say what you want about gambling or whatever, but the money goes to good causes. I know Prairie Meadows, you know, is owned by yeah. uh, um, Polk County. And, you know, a lot of money goes to great charities and organizations. Mm -hmm. and then, yeah, so they do a lot money of good. trickles down to, you know, everyday life, you know, just as simple as like the Boys and Girls Club at your local school. So, yeah. you know, they're just going to start pushing more and more to get that money. And, you know, right or wrong, you know, everything opens up more. People want to get out and do things, I believe, and you mm -hmm. know, gambling and poker and blackjack and craps and just all the, the you know, gambling games, you know, have taken a real backseat. Uh, yeah, I think everything's going to start going forward. And how much do you think that will hurt the online poker community? Um, I mean, definitely a little bit, but I, I was listening. I was actually listening to another podcast the other day, just a, a strictly poker podcast. And they had that same discussion. A lot of the people that play online aren't people that the casino are going to lose anyways. A lot of the people, a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, old timers or whatever you want to call them out there that um, just don't trust it. They, they think it's rigged. They think it's fake. They, they don't trust putting their money on there. Um, you know, call it what you will. They just don't, they're not a fan of it. So they only like to play live poker. So, I think the casinos are going to open back up and have a boom. Yeah. And I, I mean, online poker will lose a little bit of clientele, but I don't think it's going to be necessarily a huge, huge drop off. Right. Just like, you know, when you go to the Prairie Meadows room or the Tama room, you know, 
especially if you would go during the middle of the day, it's farmers and stuff like that. And those oh, for sure. Online. Those aren't yeah. going to be your online p- players anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, you look at, you know, a normal year of the World Series of Poker and you watch it on ESPN and most of those players are almost strictly online except for the big, yeah. big tournaments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And a lot of guys, I mean, like me before COVID, I would kind of mix online with live and some weeks I'd play way more live than I did online. So, I mean, there's tons of people out there like that as well. So, uh, like I said, I don't, they'll definitely lose some, but I don't think it's just going to be an insanely massive drop off or anything like that. Right. And then, you know, obviously the benefits of online is the number of hands you get to see and just the more hands you play, the better, you know, yeah. statistical numbers can come out and your odds should yep. even out in your favor, you know, online poker, obviously, or, you know, in person live poker, you know, the mm-hmm. hands don't happen as often and just your number of hands that you see, just your experience, you know, takes yeah. longer to get, correct? So to kind of keep it simple and short, um, I, I play mainly just tournament poker. So I don't really do cash game anymore. Every once in a while I would before COVID, but mainly I just focus on tournaments. So with tournament poker, the whole goal is to put as much volume in as you can because over time, the people that are better at tournament poker are going to win, but you still, there still is a form of gambling involved in it. Um, it's higher variance. Um, like a, a really good tournament player only wins, you know, or only cashes 30% of the time. So it, it's kind of like baseball, a really good hitter gets a hit 30% of the time, you know, he hits 300. Um, poker's kind of like that. A really good tournament player is only going to cash in about 30% of the tournaments they play. You just have to make the most of those 30%. And, and that's where you kind of see the same names making final tables. You don't see all the names of the people that just barely made the money. You see, you know, Daniel Negron or Phil Hunter, all these guys um, doing the most that they can of those caches and, and when, you know, cause all the money's up top. I mean, yeah, you can make small money by getting a, a min cash or whatever, but all the money's at that final table. Right. Yeah. Just when you, you know, just for people that may not know when, when you cash at events, you essentially get your money back. Correct. Is that where they start cashing that roughly? Um, you, get uh-huh. your money, you get your money back and then just the longer you go, you know, the higher the money is. And then obviously when you get to that final table is where, you know, what would that be? 50% of the overall money in the final table. Um, there are, there's some different formulas out there that they use, but yeah, basically, um, you know, let's say there's a hundred people in a tournament that you, you know, pay a thousand dollars to get in. Usually the top 10 to 15% of people are going to make the money with, um, you know, obviously if you're right at that 10 or 15%, you're not going to get, you're going to get about your money back plus a few hundred dollars, um, all the way up to, you know, where the top of it's going to be. It's usually, I think it's around like, um, I think first place is usually right around like 30% of the prize pool normally. All right. So, you know, just, you know, um, with all the sports and everything else going on right now, how much uh, sports uh, gambling or anything else uh, kind of going on in your world? Um, you know, not a lot. I did, I did get back into basketball, watching basketball. Um, you know, I didn't know how it was going to be with, with everything. Um, I did, I have gotten into the NBA playoffs. 
baseball is what I'm struggling with. And I'm usually a pretty, like, I'm usually a, you know, a diehard Cubs fan. And I just, I don't know. I just can't get into the games for some reason. I watched the playoff game yesterday. I watched some of the regular season games and it's just, I don't know. It's hard for me to get into. It. I don't know why. Cause this is normally the time postseason baseball is happening. Um, but for some reason, it's just been hard for me to get into the baseball games. And obviously I'm always a big fantasy football fan and all of that. Um, and, you know, we kind of have the running joke in our, our chat now that I'm a lifelong Raiders fan. So I've been, been supporting the Raiders this year <laughs> and uh, I've been watching a lot of golf too. Yeah. And, you know, and kind of, you know, golf had a few weeks there where it was mm-hmm. every week, you know, those big time, time tournaments and now they're kind of, you know, back to the, <clears throat> the smaller tournaments, yeah. the Masters coming up here in November. Um, but yeah, this time of year right now, you know, obviously the, the yeah, NHL, NHL just ended, you know, basketball, the the finals are happening. You know, the Lakers won last night big. Um, the baseball playoffs have started. Obviously, you know, these first three game series are mm-hmm. just much different. And as a Twins fan, you know, just the absolute ineptitude of the Minnesota Twins and the playoffs yeah. continues, losing That's eighteen straight uh, games. What year does that date back to? Do you know that off the top of your head? I, I think it's two thousand four. Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, on Twitter and everything you've seen today, well, at least they get to the playoffs a lot. Well, that's true, but it's not. That's you're not I mean, that, that's, I'm 30. That's over half my life. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's not good. I, I'm old, so I, I do remember the two World Series mm-hmm. uh, champions in the 87 and 91. But, you know, um, they made one, I think, in – Maybe in 04, it might have been in 04 or somewhere right around there. You know, they did win a, win a series against yeah. the A's and then made it to the ALCS and got beat. Uh, but just, you know, the Twins just heartbreak city in the playoffs. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter. Uh, well, what especially with them. these last few years, it seems like, you know, they've had some really good teams. I, you know, there's been a few years, I feel like, where maybe they just kind of snuck in or something. But these last couple of years, it seems like they've had really good rosters. You know, they've, um, what, what they, then they, they broke home run records and stuff or something last year. And, and then, yeah, yeah they just, they forget how to hit and our friends are going to just eat me alive for this, but they forget how to hit in the playoffs and just, they don't do things the yeah. same way. I mean, I just, it's just, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a mess, just like, you know, the first game in the ninth inning, you have an air and then three runs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. There's definitely some sort know, of just, uh, mental block there or something going on. Yep. All right. And then, you know, kind of the, the biggest change in your life, we'll kind of get back to you here a little bit, but the biggest change in your life uh, this last week or so, you have made the move from the Des Moines mm-hmm. area, Altoona, to yep. Nebraska. Uh, kind of give us the background of that and uh, where you're living in Nebraska. So I am now a resident of Blair, Nebraska. Um, I met my girlfriend, Alyssa, right at the beginning of COVID as well. Um we were going back and forth. She has a couple kids that live over here with her in Nebraska. So it was just easier for me to, you know, um, come this way instead of uprooting them and bringing them all over that way. So I've basically been here since about July, since I got back from Las Vegas, um, basically been here full time since then, other than just a couple random trips, but then finally got, you know, the last, the last things out of my house over there here this last week and, and, and got it all here. And we're finally getting it 
set up here. Um, we're taking over her parents' house. We're looking to buy that. So um, Blair, Nebraska, about 15, 20 minutes north of Omaha. So, how, you know, obviously with the casinos over there in Council Bluff, so how far would you be from uh, Harrah's? And oh, I could probably be there in 30 minutes-ish. Right about a 30-minute drive. So, you know, not, not, as, not as close as no. five minutes like you no. were in Altoona, but, but not, still yeah, not, not too far. far. You know, when I first moved to Altoona, I was, that was a big factor is I wanted to play a lot of live poker, but now I'm kind of to the point where I mainly play online and then I'm traveling for my weekend tournaments anyway. So it doesn't really necessarily mean I have to be right next door to a casino because, you know, I can play any, any tournament I want online basically. And then, you know, pick the tournaments I want to go to around the the Midwest or out to Vegas, whatever that I'm traveling for anyways, too. And then Council Bluffs does get a few big tournaments a year anyways that, you know, Des Moines doesn't even get. So uh, once COVID and all that's done, they they do have some good tournaments here, too. Absolutely. You know, and because the the casino there in Council Bluffs is affiliated with the World Series of Poker Direct. Correct. So, well, it's one of the reasons uh, Caesars proper, Caesars Rewards property, which Caesars owns the World Series of Poker. Um, So they have the World Series circuit event that comes through here every year. Usually it's in um, the beginning of April. So obviously they didn't have it this year. That's actually how me and Alyssa met. <laughs> I was I sent her a message that I was supposed to come over here and um, play in that tournament and asked her out on a date. But then obviously COVID happened, so we had to kind of scrap those plans. Absolutely. All right. So now uh, with your move out there, you know what what are your plans going forward uh, with poker and then just life in general? Yeah. So I'm I'm here full time. Like I said, gonna just going to grind out this poker for as long as I can. Um, you know, I, I got a good situation going on right now with, um, with poker, you know, we talk about it in the group chat where I got a backer, a guy that buys me into tournaments. So, um, I can basically play what I want online and then we kind of find some live stuff to play too, if it was going to go on, um, whenever that starts happening again. So I got a really good situation for that. So just going to kind of keep it out there and, um, we got some stuff we need to do over here in the house. And like I said, she's got two kids. So I'm learning as I go with, with that. And that's kind of a, a handful, but I've been really enjoying it too. And what ages are, are correct? Kids, Three girls, and correct? six, Maddie and Sailor. All right. Yep. So that, that'll be fun. You know, obviously two kids, yep. myself, they're older than that now, but I remember, you know, back to when they were a little bit younger and stuff, but enjoy that and then you know obviously good luck in everything you do and uh maybe we'll try to do this uh a little bit more regular now that life's kind yeah. of slowing down for you and you're yeah you know i mean it was, it was weird with covid it, that first month i was just basically quarantined in the home like everybody was and then from there I, i've kind of been on the go since with coming back and forth to here um you know i went on i went to gulf shores a couple different times with the family and yeah. yeah, I'd say you were either yeah. in Vegas. I mean, or it was from June it from like June through the beginning of August. That was basically it. I was in Gulf Shores and then Vegas and then Gulf Shores and back and forth from Omaha and, and to Des Moines. So I was, you know, it was on the go all the time. So it's nice to just kind of have stability and, and settle down a little bit. All right. All right. Well, thanks a lot, uh, Taylor. And thanks for joining us. And again, 
you know, we're going to try to do this, you know, maybe, you know, yeah, once a month, every sure. few weeks, or just kind of whenever a little gambling kind of comes here up. And there. But thank- <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks we'll so much. Thanks for having me, too. Morgan. Thank you for listening to Morgan You Asked For Podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe if you want to hear more episodes from Morgan You Asked For Podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas or anything, please contact me at Morgan You Asked For Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at RyanMorgan34.